Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I'm speaking with a good friend of mine who's also the author of a new book called The Four Sacred Gifts um, and it's all about ancient or indigenous wisdom and how we can use that wisdom to really move forward uh, in a time of what, what, what seems to be quite a tumultuous time but how to use this wisdom in a way to really move forward with ease and grace and with, with peace and love. Um, now, before I introduce my special guest today, I just want to remind you that after you finish watching the show, uh, if you're watching this live on Facebook, if you're watching on our YouTube channel later, don't forget to click the link below this video after you've watched the show so you can take my 30-second quiz and we can figure out what's holding you back from success. So please help me introduce uh, and welcome my special guest, Dr. Anita Sanchez. Hi, Anita. How are you? Hi. Nice to see you. Yes, yeah, so great to see you and always fantastic to talk to you um, and as I mentioned before you've just uh, finished a book called The Four Sacred Gifts um, which to me is like the, um, the, the you know we seem to be in this new feminine era and it seems to be like the new feminine version of the four agreements by you know Don Miguel Ruiz um, and again we're talking about ancient wisdom and indigenous wisdom that's really you know I think we need to go back to uh, because we just seem to be in this such a crazy time right now. There's all these cra this craziness happening on the planet. <laughs> but before we get into talking about the book, um, what do we? Can I get you just to share your story and your history and how you got to to be writing such an important book? Yes. Well, I am Mexican American and I'm also Indigenous. Aztec is my tribe, and so you might say it was a lifetime uh, of learning from elders and loving that because my life wasn't always wonderful like I, I see it. Initially, I had a lot of struggle in terms of poverty as a small child, sexual abuse, and, and then also the loss, the murder of my father and a racial-related uh, 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 issue. And so the indigenous wisdom has always spoken to me. And as an adult, it began calling heart further and further, and I got these gifts that helped me so much and after 21 years, it's time to share them with everyone. Yes. Now, um, I know that you uh, actually interviewed and talked to, you know, um, Indigenous elders from all over the world. So tell me some of the, the conversations and the different, um, you know, uh, um, tribes and things that you were talking to. Right. Yes, I, I talked to um, people from 43 different elders from around the world. And um, they have, of course, different traditions. Some are use fire. Uh, to do their healing and and uh, their community gathering and others water I and mean, all different kinds of traditions. So there are so many stories that are so beautiful. But I think one of the the really key ones is how connected each one of those elders. What makes them indigenous elders is that regardless of what they were sharing, their wisdom, there is always a clear connection that we all are part of the earth. We are part of each other. And we are body and spirit. So the fullness of that, no matter what language, uh, accent, uh, it was that was a unifying theme throughout. Yeah, yeah. and they all have um, like a, a, a talking about this time in history at the moment. Yes. So what were some of the similarities between the different prophecies? Yes. In different ways, the what came through on all of them is that we are in a time now where call it the great mystery spirit god allah whatever language you use to call that our consciousness we're in a time that 
these gifts from all the different directions, we call them the four directions, the four different races, but these gifts are meant and always have been connected, but now in a conscious way, we get to bring them all together because we've been in a great winter time and now it's spring and we have to prepare for the spring. So whether spring is next week, years from now, we gotta get busy bringing us all together, understanding how we impact each other and that we can be really life-giving people to each other rather than causing suffering and turmoil and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, I think we all agree that we're in, a, we're in an interesting time, you know, whether you're looking at, um, you know, our political system, if you're looking at our currency system, if you're looking at the way that, you know, we place value on things, like, you know, the fact that we would take gold out of the ground and then stick it in a safe and put all that value on it, but then a sequoia tree is, is worth more as four by twos than it is as an actual tree, you know, so having a look at all of that, and I understand that, um, you know, the wisdom that you're sharing in the book does address a whole lot of these things. So why don't we start with the, uh, the first gift, which is actually my favourite, uh, which is forgiving the unforgivable. So tell us a story about how you wrote that chapter. Yes. Well, I have a lot of forgiving the unforgivable, so I have experience in that because as I already explained, some of the poverty. So in growing up in Missouri and Kansas City, I saw lots of mistreatment of people because of the color of their skin. I experienced a lot of that. And also, I also grew up and had, um, for nine years, I was abused sexually. And so I had all of that to try to make sense of and, and to forgive. And then my father's murder when I was 13, uh, he was mistaken for a black man where earlier a black man or white man are having a fight. So, so this whole area of forgiveness, I say all that, not necessarily to bring it all up, but to let the your viewers know that it is possible to forgive those things that we call unforgivable. It's a choice. It truly is a choice. And it is a way that I have found, and in working with other people, to really true freedom and happiness. And that's what makes it worthwhile. Like you're doing it as much, actually most for you, However, in the forgiving process, you actually allow the possibility of the other to come full, fully into their humanity too. Mm. Yeah, and when we're talking about forgivers, we're not talking about forgetting incidents or anything like that, but we're talking about really forgiving from a place that we can um, free ourselves. Yes, we only have so much energy. And so you, get, you think about that. If I'm going to use this energy holding on to a grudge or, you know, anxiousness, hurts, mistreatment for something that didn't happen, if I can free that up, I can use that to love myself more, love other people more, create whatever vision I'm doing and creating in the world, my contributions. And forgiving doesn't mean, like you said, it doesn't mean forgetting. It doesn't mean that you don't try to repair or right the wrongs, seeking justice, but it means you're not filled with all of that. That's just the same kind of force of energy that's going to cost more hurt and suffering yeah and you're also getting to change the story yes change the story is key yeah. totally key and that's what it did for me i'm like my story is i never thought i would be, say this but even all those horrible things that happened to me young i would not change any of them if it was going to change my life now i would not change them however when i say that that doesn't mean that i don't spend my time bringing together groups of people across race to learn to love and care for each other, that I don't do my part to end violence against women, girls, boys, men, all of that. But it means that I 
it's, there's a freedom, there's a choicefulness that I have um, to create a story that I know, hey, it all created these muscles that I have, which you can't see very well there, to do what I'm meant to do in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the next sacred gift is the one of unity, the power of unity. So explain yes. what that means. Yeah, and that means it's, it's an illusion to think that we're separate, that we do anything alone. So even sitting here, they're talking, breathing. You know, we've got the oxygen. It was clean from the trees, you know. Uh, I'm here and I'm in a healthy way because I ate breakfast, I had lunch, whatever the meal you had, and you're digesting that. And that's, you know, so everything when we're creating at work, when we're working, there's always unity. And when we gather together, when we're conscious of that unity, it exponentially allows us to be even more, uh, effective, productive, creating what it is we want to do in the world, making that wonderful story. Yeah, absolutely. So then we have uh, the next gift is the power of healing, right? Yes. Yeah, and I love healing. I don't know about you, but I always like, if somebody give me that shot, I'll take it and then it'll be all done. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, there are some great shots out there that stop some you know, immunizations for things. But however, healing's a process, and that's how Indigenous people look at it. And so the wonderful thing that why it's a gift is because with any kind of hurt that happens to us or anything, we get to heal it. And we have everything we need right here to do that. You know, and it's all here so we can heal at the spiritual, um, mental, psychological physical level and all those levels when those are healed are in alignment then we're in right relationship with each other yeah. because you actually do a lot of healing we were talking earlier about um you know with uh, with you know law enforcement officers and so forth i mean you've done a lot of healing and in the corporate world as well yes yes you use a little bit different language in some places calling it healing but the reality it is and that's what we do with one another is if we're running to make an effective business team in that we're doing healing work with each other to be able to do that to be able to see each other's gifts and forgive each other for when we messed up or forgot to you know name someone on a project or whatever it was so yes i do healing and i also do it in an energetic web way as well as guided imagery many different forms and I know a lot of great elders and others who who have all their different methodologies that they've learned over the years many traditions yeah and I know that you share a lot of them in the book which is just amazing and then we come to our final sacred gift which is the power of hope yes hope I love hope hope in action hope in, hope is an energy source mm. it is something some folks say oh don't waste your time on that hope well, however, if you don't do that, then that's what hope is a dream. Hope is a vision. Hope is that energy that pulls you rather than pushing all the, it, it just pulls you to that. And so I know in my life and in working with business leaders and community leaders that sometimes, you know, what the senses see, ooh, you would go, oh, facts of the contrary. And yet these amazing things happen because they had the vision, the hope in action that they took to make that happen. Yeah. And, you know, and we were talking a little before about this, how, uh, you know, maybe there's, I mean, there are so many things going on in the world right now and you go, okay, this is, you know, the Standing Rock and then the things that happened at Charlottesville and, you know, and and what's happening, happening the violence on the streets and, and, you know, what's happening politically and all these things that are going on. So rather than looking at the mountain of, uh, oh, my God, and, you know, it's difficult. Like every morning I, 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 it's really, I had this conversation earlier. I have HuffPost sent through like a, a newsletter and it's uh -huh. like the highlights. 
Um, and the thing is, I, I, this is at the beginning of my day, not the very beginning, but it's at, this, at the starting point of my day. And uh, I don't want to not know because I want to be aware, but I have to go through this practice of, you know, okay, so this I find is outrageous and atrocious and I have my emotional reaction to it. But then I'm like, okay, but how am I choosing? If I'm choosing to look at this through compassion and love and empathy, how am I choosing to see this and how does this change how I show up and how does this change what my message is? Um, so it's a daily practice every day <laughs> to be able to do that. Um, but I think this is also part of what you're talking about is hope in action, like choose yeah. something that speaks to you and then what can you do about it, even if it's just influencing the people around you? Yes, absolutely. It is a practice. It's a wonderful thing. It sounds difficult at times, but the reality is when you take that away, that's the difficult part. So these gifts are all in us, all four of these. And if we use those and this hope, it is, it is an energy source. I, that's the best way I can name it. And that's really how my elders taught me about it too. Yeah. Now, so how many different groups did you speak to to contribute to the book? Okay, so elders, there are 43 elders in my book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and they're from all over. So they're just, oh, so amazing and um, just incredible. And then, of course, the stories are of not just elders, of each of the gifts. We go into stories of everyday people, so some you've never heard of, and then we have Bishop Tutu in there, we have CEOs of corporations. So it's all of us. And, and so that, these gifts were meant, just as Spirit gave it to these 27 indigenous elders, it is for every one of us. Every one of us matters. Yeah. No. And and it's very timely the message right now. And and Anita, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And for you know all I know the effort that went into to getting this book together and collecting all this wisdom into one titty tiny book, um, which I highly recommend. So if people want to connect with you, darling, and, and uh, you know get their hands on the book, where can we send them to do that? Yes. Just go to foursacredgifts.com, foursacredgifts.com. And then um, they can also get a free download of a song that was made for my book. So oh. foursacredgifts.com. Yeah, perfect. So, guys, we will have a banner and link here as well that you can just click on and go directly through to Anita's site, uh, connect with her, and please, I encourage you to get your hands on that book. I've read the book. It's um, It's powerful. And, uh, and some of the stories, I can feel the energy coming through. It's brought me to tears. It's just, you know, so incredible. So thank you for everything, darling. It's thank awesome you. speaking to you. So, guys, I encourage you to share this video. Uh, please use the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, don't forget to click on the banner or the link to go through to Anita's website. Um, and also, once the show is over, click on the link below this video so that you can take my 30-second quiz so you can figure out what's holding you back from success. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously.